Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. That's the sound of rock cracking. Once again, you got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday, and that, my friends, was the sound of rock cracking. And it's a sad sound because America has lost another war. Not because of our troops, not because of our soldiers, men and women doing their duty, what they're told to do. But we've had unhealthy and weak leadership. I said it on this show last month. An unhealthy leadership. And it has become Biden's failure in Afghanistan. And it's got global implications. So that's what our show's about today. This week is just riveting from last week. And the weak leadership that the White House has shown to the world. And once again, right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, we've talked about this. We've talked about how something is wrong in the White House and that weakness and unhealthy leadership has, has spun a crisis that should never have happened. Should we have removed all troops out of Afghanistan? I, I believe that right now we would love to have it like we had a month ago and keep 2,500 or 1,000 troops in. If we got them all out, then by all means, don't shut down that air base. Don't move all the soldiers out until you get the citizens out and those who helped America my goodness, that is such a simple, simple idea. Did nobody around Joe Biden say, Joe, it's the wrong decision? And just how could you let the president of the United States make a decision to move out the troops, the soldiers shut down the air base that we controlled with air power, before you move the citizens out, before you get the diplomats out, before you get those who helped America for 20 years and now are dying and being hung, beheaded. Those are some reports. Are they true? I hope not. But we know there, there's video out and there's some sad things going on in Afghanistan. But I have to tell you, this week's show, I got a clip from Mark Levin. He has this, he's a radio host, one of the most brilliant men in conservative politics. So we're going to play that clip in a minute. And the second half of the show, we're going to play a clip of Senator Lindsey Graham and some of the things he had 
to say about what happened last week in Afghanistan. And these clips are just a couple. We could have picked out hundreds of clips. They're sad situations over there. And even as we tape this show, we don't know how it's going to unfold. It's a powder keg that could easily get out of control with tens of thousands of Taliban troops celebrating in Kabul, Afghanistan. And, and there's the airport, not the airbase that we just left in the middle of the night. If you remember in July, the American forces, without telling the, the Afghanistan army, without telling anybody in Afghanistan government, they slipped out, basically left. The next day, people came in and it, they, the Americans were gone. That was our base of power. We had air superiority over all of Afghanistan because of the air base we had. And we just slipped out before we even thought about getting out our citizens and those who helped us. So who, surrounding Joe Biden, Joe Biden has proven when he had his best years, when his mind is working at its peak, he's proven, as uh, it was always said, and I won't use the word, but uh, President Obama said, never underestimate Joe's ability to F things up. And he's really messed this thing up. He's really messed it up. You know, the former head of CIA and Secretary of Defense under Obama, Bush and over Obama said that Joe Biden was wrong on every foreign policy decision. And that's when he was running for president, when Joe Biden was running for president. And it's Bob Gates. And he said, you know, Joe Biden was just absolutely wrong on every foreign policy decision. And it's throughout his career. And now, who does he surround himself with? Yes, men? Who's Kamala Harris? Does she have half a brain to say, hey, look, Joe, don't you think we ought to keep that Air Force base? So we'll have some air superiority till we get these 10, 20, 30,000 American citizens out. Oh, yeah, by the way, Joe, it's July. Why don't we know how many American citizens are in Afghanistan? Let's make sure we know where they are. Let's tell them you might have to leave in a hurry so we have plans. Yes, Kamala Harris, Vice President of the United States, you said you were in the room. You were the last room, last one in the room when Joe Biden made the decision to pull everybody out. Why didn't you say something? Why didn't you understand what most Americans can understand now? You should not leave air superiority out of the question, out of the plan. Well, well, what a mess. Here is Mark Levin right now. This is what he had to say about it last week. The host of Life, Liberty, and Levin, Mark Levin. Mark, good morning to you. Morning. Good morning, Steve. You know, uh, people who've been watching Afghanistan for a while saw this coming, and people thought, you know, he can't possibly go through with it. 
He did, and now it's absolute chaos. There are tens of thousands of people who need to get out of Afghanistan, and right now they can't. You know, Steve, let me, let me take a little different position on this, and I think most people are. Number one, um, 2,500 non-combat troops backed up potentially by 1,000 combat troops, six to 7,000 NATO troops, and we had neutralized Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. We had neutralized Afghanistan. I was at the Reagan Library last week, and we had 1,500 people. So at 1,000, 2,500 people, a massive country with awful terrain, we had an impenetrable air base in northern uh, Afghanistan, and we had neutralized it. So people say 20-year war. What are they talking about 20-year war? Do we have a 70-year war in North Korea and South Korea? The whole goal wasn't just to take out Osama bin Laden. It was to make sure Afghanistan couldn't be used to attack us again. Right. Taking out bin Laden, of course, was a priority. But he would be replaced by another and another and another. So the whole goal there was to keep our intelligence there, to keep the fighting there, and then I hear the Afghan troops won't fight. They lost 69,000 men. That's more than we lost in Vietnam or Korea. Uh, they were fighting, except in the middle of the night when we left our air base. Why in the hell would we pull the military out before the civilians out? Right. We left our air base. They had no air cover. We trained them to fight like we fight with air cover. We pulled out our federal contractors, which meant even their air force and their helicopters couldn't be maintained anymore. They didn't. They were going to lose parts. Of course, they have a corrupt government. We know that. Most of these places we go do have corrupt governments. So I'm thinking to myself, if we could rewind the clock and have 2,500 non-combatants and backed up by six or 7,000 NATO troops and have our base back, and with all this horrific activity that's going on in Afghanistan, would we do it? We sure as hell would do it. That's number one. Number two, our southern border is still wide open. We're in a more dangerous position we were than on 9-11. We now have state, nation-state enemies like China, Russia, Iran, working with terrorist organizations. That's the new access of the enemy. This is prior to 9-11. We didn't even have that. We have that now. And the southern border is still wide open. Our border patrol is overwhelmed. ICE is undermined. We should be securing that border immediately, immediately, so we're not hit again. We are overwhelmed down there. That's number two. Number three, the idea that Donald Trump would just do what Joe Biden did is a lie. It's a damnable lie. And I'll give you some quick examples. Number one, we still have troops in Iraq. We still have troops in Syria. Why? Because Donald Trump is not an ideologue. He's a practical man. He's a principled man. And he decided, I'll take most of the troops out of Iraq, but I can't take all of them. I'll take most of the troops out of Syria, but I can't take all of them. And he didn't. And so he looks at what's going on on the ground. He makes decisions based on that. You heard what Admiral Kellogg had to say about their plan was nothing like what Biden did. Everybody get out military first. That wasn't the plan of the, of the uh, Trump administration. Trump took out Soleimani when Iran hit us in Iraq. He took out uh, uh, the head of ISIS. He destroyed ISIS in the caliphate. When Syria, he wanted nothing to do with Syria, was gassing its own people twice. He hit them twice. The idea that Donald Trump is anything like Joe Biden is a disgusting effort by Joe Biden not to take responsibility for what he has done. We have not only a human catastrophe, there's Pakistan. Pakistan is weak. 
Pakistan, pretty much a third of that country is already controlled by terrorists. That's where Osama bin Laden was hiding out. Pakistan has nuclear weapons. You think the Taliban is going to sit quietly and al-Qaeda is going to sit quietly? You've got Iran on their border now aligning with the Taliban. You've got China that's making alliances with the Taliban. You notice the Russians haven't shut their embassy, so they have some kind of deal going on. India is potentially threatened, our ally. This is a big deal. What, what uh, Joe Biden has just done is completely changed the geography, completely changed our national security situation. We now have heightened terrorism uh, concerns from the Department of Defense. And that's the exact reason why I say we have global implications because of the failure in Afghanistan. How one country can affect what America has to put up with around the world. Do you not understand? With Afghanistan going to the Taliban, that's not a government we can work with. They are terrorists. They want to see the downfall of America. They chant death to America. So what are they going to do way over there? Well, what happened with 9-11? How did 9-11 happen? The Taliban welcomed in Osama bin Laden. Helped him train there. Allowed him to build his army there. And make his plans there for 9-11. What's going to happen now? We had an air base there. We had an air base where we could strike if we had to. And we just slipped away, let it out. But see, the implications go so much further, like Mark Levin was saying. He didn't even go to the extent of it. When you talk about India, when you talk about places that are our allies, they have been our allies. And Pakistan, with all its million, tens of millions of population, and they got nuclear weapons, and the Taliban are friends already with Pakistan. Do you not have the jitters that the Taliban has the top quality American equipment now? Hundreds and maybe thousands of Humvees that don't get blown up when they run over a mine. Wow, think about the aircraft they've got. They got a, the Taliban has an air force now because we didn't get all the planes out. And why can't we just go in and blow up all those Humvees? Why can't we just destroy the missiles that the Taliban has got? Why can't we destroy them? Why? Because we got citizens on the ground in Afghanistan and they're like hostages. I hope they come out. But you know, as soon as we start bombing the Humvees and destroying the American equipment, then what happens to the American citizens? They may not ever get out. They may not get out alive. What a situation that is so, so, I don't want to say the word, family show here, but it's so, such a mess, and our, our generals help us get into it. Should people be fired? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, in the second half of the show, we're going, in a minute, we'll play uh, Senator Lindsey Graham a clip. Now, after he made that clip, later he came on and said he felt like the uh, impeachment word should be used if Joe Biden does, fails to get all the American citizens out. 
and he fell and if he fails to get out the afghanis who helped america over the last 20 years and who are facing death uh i don't think the democrats would go for impeachment of course they impeached president trump for a phone call he made not leaving tens of thousands of people in our country not making a mess and and giving our top equipment to all the one of the terrorist organizations of the world oh no he got impeached because he had a phone call he got impeached over a phone call and now see what's happening with the taliban and that's not even the global implications when we talk about india our friend next to pakistan and the pakistanis who already like the taliban why do you think osama bin laden was hiding in pakistan and you got china licking it licking its chops you know what america went into afghanistan we used our technology we used our expertise and we found out that afghanistan is rich in minerals with lithium and gold and the things that we need lithium has to be lithium has to be used in the electric car industry gold we know how valuable that's always been it's in afghanistan nobody knew it but we know it now and guess what we won't ever get any american companies in to help out with that china is going in and they will use the technology we use to find it they will mine it and they'll charge us out the wazoo they're already in negotiations with the taliban china has no regard for uh human rights of course they don't they're communist all they want is to smear america and make sure china becomes the superpower of the world it's their long-term goal they're marching that way and joe biden has just helped pave the way i hope america wakes up i hope america wakes up because if we go woke and communist or socialist i don't know if we would ever go socialist probably skip right to the communism if we don't have enough americans to see what's going on this country's toast you, you think that's scary well it is scary it's so scary i hate to even say it but there's got to be enough americans who understand they have the dna of freedom that we have got to elect officials who stand up for freedom and stand up and believe in the constitution and these people who just uh placate to the socialist and i'm talking about the democratic party people who are elected in the for democratic label on themselves and they let the socialists lead them by the nose and the socialists know if we go into debt massive debt this country will fall like every empire did just like the british they spent a hundred years in afghanistan got out in 1919 within what 30 40 years the british empire was gone it dissolved broken apart and great britain england was broke what happened 60 70 years later it was the soviet union went in afghanistan spent 10 years in afghanistan and within a few years the soviet union was broke and gone the empire had disappeared now america has gone in afghanistan 20 years there will it break us i sure hope not 
please, please pray to God. We've got enough Americans who can see with wisdom and guidance that freedom for our, our country and liberty for our nation is in our DNA, and we've got to start voting that way until the Democratic Party throws the socialists out who want to overthrow this government, working along with the communists, working to make sure we go so deep in debt we will never pay ourselves out, and we will break us, break us, break us. That's their plan. They want to take over without a fight, and they probably laughing and watching the Taliban and say, we can do it here in America too. I sure hope not. I sure hope not. Wow. Uh, second half of the show, let me remind you, listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. If you would like to see a book, we got a book called Bedrock Truth. Oh, our country needs it now. Bedrock Truth, written by Dr. Ed Holliday, Dr. Alveda King, Dr. Alex McFarland. You can get that book by going to www.docholiday.org. Go there. Holiday's got two L's in it. We'd love to get that book out to you. Now, like I promised, here's here's a clip from Lindsey Graham talking about the fiasco, the failure, Biden's failure in Afghanistan and its global implications. This is a clip from Fox News that uh, we got from last week. We need, we need support. I mean, we all need support. Please, someone help me. And this is, this is what we should deserve after serving you guys for a while. I'm calling on everyone. With all this bleeding. Look at the bleeding. A heartbreaking video from an American stuck in Afghanistan. So we need, we need support. I mean, we all need support. Please, someone help me. And this is, this is what we should deserve after serving you guys for a while. I'm calling on everyone. With all this bleeding. Look at the bleeding. A heartbreaking video from an American stuck in Afghanistan, trying to get to the airport, can't get past the Taliban. As more than 50 U.S. senators call on President Biden to speed up the special immigrant visa program. Lindsey Graham is one of those senators. He joins us right now from South Carolina. Senator, good morning. Good morning. There's a bunch of Afghanis. The estimates are 65 to 80,000 who helped us. Yeah. And now they're right. stuck. And the Taliban right. is going door to door, knocking on the door. And if they find somebody they don't like, they just hang them. Yeah, so what to do about it? Uh, the French and the British are willing to send their forces inside of Afghanistan to extract the people who helped them and their citizens. We're duty bound to get every American citizen out. We're honor bound to get those Afghans who fought along our side out. And here's what I would say. If we leave any Americans behind, if we leave thousands of those Afghans who fought along our side behind bravely, Joe Biden deserves to be impeached for a higher crime and misdemeanor of dereliction of duty. If we leave one American behind, if we don't get all those Afghanistan, uh, Afghans who stepped up the plate to help us out, then Joe Biden, in my view, has committed a high crime and misdemeanor under the Constitution and should be impeached. Well, Senator, you know, you've heard Joe Biden. He's had some whoppers in the last couple of days when he was talking <laughs> yeah. to George Stephanopoulos. He said, and nobody said we should keep 2,500 troops over there. But according to the Wall yeah. Street Journal and the Washington Post, uh, his top leader said, leave a residual force, and yeah. that will keep yeah. the lid on this thing. 
But he yeah. said, no, I'm going to do it my way. Well, he did the same thing in Iraq. Joe Biden has been a wrecking ball regarding foreign policy and national security for 40 years. He was told by our military, we need a residual force on the ground. I told President Trump this, if you take all of our troops out, the Taliban will take over and the Taliban will align with Al-Qaeda and we'll have another 9-11. You cannot protect America with everybody out. A residual force is necessary. It was an insurance policy against 9-11. The CIA in coast, the military in Bagram, was an insurance policy against another 9-11, and Joe Biden canceled that insurance policy against sound military advice. I will say again, if he does not get every American citizen out, if he doesn't get those who fought bravely along our side, the Afghans out, he's committed a high crime or misdemeanor of dereliction of duty. Any military commander would be court-martialed for leaving our people behind, and I think the commander-in-chief owes it to every American citizen and owes it to the Afghans who fought along our side to get them out because if we leave them behind, they're going to get slaughtered. Absolutely. Um, you know, after he did that that interview with George Stephanopoulos where, you know, he said a number of things. The Washington Post has got uh, a story this morning, four big mistakes he made in that particular interview, including apparently the commander in chief doesn't know he's got a thousand guys over in Syria. <laughs> but, but nonetheless, right. you know, he had canceled all of his public statements yeah. as of yesterday. And now suddenly, I think one o'clock this afternoon, he's going to have uh, remarks from the White House. Clearly, it's hit the fan. Yeah. You know, this is a yeah. poll-driven White House. They're looking at the polls. Yeah. People are going, okay, maybe we wanted to get out of there, but we didn't want to get out of there like this. Well, I can tell you to those who want to leave Afghanistan, uh, we're blind and naked when it comes to a potential another 9-11. It is imperative we have Americans on the ground protecting American interests. Are we going to really trust the Taliban to take care of our interests in Afghanistan? We could have done this with a very small residual force of special force types, special forces types, CIA types, making sure that the al-Qaeda never hits us again. We had an insurance policy against another 9-11. Joe Biden canceled it. He's done two things. He's made it harder for America to get out allies in the future because we're going to abandon those Afghans who helped us. Right. Uh, and, 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 and quite frankly, he, he's made another 9-11 tenfold more likely by withdrawing everybody. President Trump left troops on the ground as an insurance policy against another 9-11. The French and the British are willing to go into Afghanistan yeah. to get their people out. I would urge President Biden to do joint military operations with a coalition of the willing so we get everybody out who deserves to be taken out. Well, thanks to Lindsey Graham, we got information out there. He's not the only senator. Many other senators are saying the same thing. I do have to say it was just an awful week last week and see what was going on. Now, America, when you come together, Democrat, Republican, everybody that loves America, this is when we need to stand strong, even though weak and unhealthy decisions were made by our commander-in-chief, Joe Biden. We can still pull through this thing. It's going to take working together. And for goodness sake, somebody get up there and help Joe Biden. Come on, Democrats. Get off your tail and get up there and somebody give him some common sense. What we have to put up with. Because we have unhealthy, weak leadership. And now they want to spend a quadrillion dollars. And they don't understand, just like they didn't understand, the Taliban is ready to take over. 
this group of Democrats in control do not understand that the socialists want to sink this country and take over and go from ground zero and just make it an all-communist nirvana. It's what China wants, and I think even Putin, the dictator Vladimir Putin, he wants to see America suffer, and he would love to see the communists take over in America and he would get his old empire back because he would have nobody to challenge him. Obama and Biden did not challenge him in the Crimea. He's ready and licking his chops for Ukraine, and he sees weakness. We see China looking at Taiwan. They see weakness in the White House. We have Kim Jong-un, North Korea, seeing weakness in the White House. What's he going to do? We saw Iran. What are they going to do to Israel? How do Israel feel? How do the people of Israel feel? Do they feel safer because Joe Biden is the president of the United States and yet 80, 90 percent, maybe 70 percent of the Jewish population voted for Joe Biden? So maybe they know something I don't know. I, I just don't really understand how America elected Joe Biden. Oh, uh, guess what? <laughs> Arizona had some information supposed to come out at the end of last week about the ballots. Maybe it's come out by the time the show comes on. Yes, we need forensic auditing of all the ballots everywhere where there's questions. This is America. What you got to hide, Joe? What you got to hide, the Democratic Party? You see what happens when we have unhealthy, weak leadership. America can get behind a president, especially if we know he's really elected. So let's, let's look at the ballots. Look at the votes. Let's go. America, this is the time that we need to support freedom and liberty because it's being stretched and taken away in so many ways. So stand up and support America. The commander-in-chief is Joe Biden constitutionally now. But he needs to stand up and, and shout out for freedom and liberty and not cower down in the White House, not cower down in Delaware, not cower down and let uh, Kamala Harris say, oh, I didn't have anything to do with this. Oh, yeah, I was the last one in the room. I don't know what America did on November 3rd. But we need to look at all the ballots so that we can say, yes, Joe Biden was really elected president. Let's look at the ballots. That's all we're asking. We're not asking for anything major. Just look at the ballots where people have disputed them in all those states that's disputed. Just look at the ballots. By law, they're supposed to be kept for 18 months. And if people are trying to hurry that 18 months on along, let's look at the ballots. And let's respect the Constitution of the United States of America. And one day, maybe we can make America great again. God bless you. See you next week on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.